0: Alright, hello and welcome. This is Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman alongside the Hill Hippie. Say hi. What's up? Now the mic's on, they can actually hear you. Oh. <laughs> oh, welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. Uh, yeah, yeah, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend? Let me figure this out. Alright, we got it. We got it. <laughs> How was your weekend, Hill Hippie?
1: Oh, uh, weekend was good, man. I uh, got some work done for Otherland Dreams. Got the cross-promotional... Damn, I was loud. Sorry. Good uh, mic. I got the good mic. <laughs> I learned that. After hearing my last week's show from otherland Dreams, I had myself cranked up a little too high over there. It can happen at uh you now I got the cross promotional banner designed and ordered I saw it looks great um other than that didn't do a whole hell of a lot you know huh. that was pretty much my weekend uh I did have an interesting thing happen on sunday oh yeah i uh Lady Stars and Fire were out about talking about the, uh, what this week's show was going to be about, and you know, our normal Sunday thing. She was in the mood for pizza. So where do we, from who
0: belong to FXBG Public Radio, go to get our pizza? Did you go to Danny's Pizza and Subs at dannyspizzandsubs.com? I did. Okay, I'm going to cross out my little ad, okay. <laughs> was it the one that's located at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue? It was. Oh, okay, and that their number over there is eight nine eight five zero zero eight. Is that right? That sounds correct. That is correct. But I didn't have to use the number because I walked in the door. Oh, <laughs> and uh, you're able to go in there because they're open from Monday through Thursday from eleven a.m. to nine p.m. Mm-hmm. And on Friday and Saturday they're open to eleven from eleven a.m. to ten p.m. And on Sunday it was somewhere between noon and eight. Yes, it was you between the hours of noon and eight. Because <laughs> that's when they're open on Sundays. It's always buy one get one free over there. Yes, Pizza, it is. Pizzas, I mean pizzas. Right. Buy one get one free pizzas. Uh, they also have deals on subs and stuff like that, so yeah, check them out, com. So yeah, you came in, you got some pizza. I got some pizza, uh, sitting there eating
1: my pizza, and the place was, there wasn't very many people in there. It wasn't a prime, normal time for somebody to be eating. I think it was like two in the afternoon yeah, or something yeah. like that. We were kind of quiet at the time. yeah. And I hear somebody say, oh, there's f- somebody famous in here. And I start looking around. I'm like, who, who's here? who the hell is here? Who walked in here? And this w- woman who works at Danny's walks in and says, oh, you're hill hippie. I've seen you on my TV.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> so I introduce myself, shake her hand. She walks back behind the counter. And I'm just looking around just, yeah. This is kind of weird, kind of cool, but kind of weird. You know, I was being recognized. Yeah, I would, I kind of enjoyed that veil of uh, anonymity that we were behind until we started doing the video, doing the camera stuff. Yep. Sorry, buddy. It's okay. Put put you on blast by putting your facha <laughs> out there. Uh, but uh, you know what? It was cool. I was really glad to be able to meet uh, a fan and a listener of Shock Monkey Radio. It was really cool.
0: We're super famous. We're super famous. <laughs> Yeah, well, it was kind of cool. Yeah, that's a cool weekend. I mostly got caught up with my movies, watching my movies. You went and see, see, saw a movie with us the other night, right? Yeah, the whole group went out. Yeah, we all went to go see Captain Marvel. Yes, we did. And uh, spoiler alerts. If you don't want to hear about the spoilers of the movie... Uh, skip ahead maybe about 10-15 minutes in the podcast.
1: Uh, and if you're listening live, uh, stick your fingers in yours.
0: And do jumping jacks. Yeah, nobody's here live, so... They're all waiting for the download later tonight. (laughs) They're waiting for their podcast uh, app to push it out to them. Probably. Yeah. Um, Because that's how I listen to my podcast. I'm not going to listen live. Uh, Ben Shapiro is like the number one podcaster I listen to, and I'm not going to listen live to his show. Well, I can
1: say that I know of at least two people that are listening live right now. Oh, okay. So... uh, the, what shows up on the Mixler number. It's not always correct, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the number seems to reflect who actually pops into the chat room, but if yeah. you don't go past that, because you can listen to it without going into the chat room. I see. So if they don't go past that gate, then it, it tends not to show you're up. You're lying to us, Mixler! Mixler. You're lying to us! You
0: dirty, dirty girl. You so, spanked. Yeah. So we went out to see Captain Marvel, and I'm going to go ahead and spoil it right now and say it's four out of 13 stars. That was a horrible, horrible movie.
1: <laughs> I, I got to disagree there. I, I enjoyed it. I'll watch it again. See what I'm dealing with?
0: Four out of thirteen stars. How come nobody ever dies in a plane crash or a spaceship crash? Because plot, lines? Because plot. So irritating. What? There's what, like four crashes.
1: Uh, some high velocity crashes, crashes in, in, and most of the fuselage is intact. It's
0: ridiculous.
1: Typically, you know, they—if you've ever watched NASCAR—they break down the physics of crashes. If the car blows up and just disintegrates into pieces, the driver's going to be okay. But if the car remains solid, the driver is what's taking most of that impact force. So by those uh, physics, all those plane crashes in this movie, these people should be boobard.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just irritating. It's like, there's like four crashes in that movie and nobody died. Nobody died. It's unbelievable.
1: Nobody was even seriously
0: injured. They all just like shook it off. It was like, oh, that was uncomfortable yeah and and apparently like cree technology is like super user friendly because apparently anybody could pick up their weapons and use them yeah. anybody could just oh this this is really simple to use well, you, or even
1: fly their craft. You got to think about it. They've uh, conquered over a hundred some planets. So they they try to make their technology simple enough to where those who they've incorporated as their puppets on the di- all these different worlds and all these different races, they can all use it and understand it. So that kind of makes sense. I don't, he, I don't
0: think that's how the Cree roll, though. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm trying to help... <laughs> You're not helping. You're not going to save this movie, buddy. I know you... Oh, I like it. I do like it. You're too positive. You're too positive. Um, so, uh, yeah. Captain Marvel's OP. Well, that's the way they created
1: her? Th- the, my problem with her uh, overpoweredness is after a certain event happens, which I'm not going to spoil because we're not going to s- full spoiler mode, are we? Nah. Okay. After a certain event happens which where she was unaware of her full potential immediately knows all of her powers and how to immediately use them.
0: Yeah. Like she's been trained in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's a o- OP.
1: That's the only thing that bothered me with her O-penis. Um
0: oh god, OPness <laughs> <The> o- <penis. laughs> phrasing. Where is it? Phrasing. There we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> uh you know, I was. a lot of people were saying, like, uh, this is going to be, like, a girl power video, and, or video. <laughs> I'm thinking in YouTube terms. Well, look, Batman lowercase on YouTube, mm, find
1: me. Well, considering <laughs> that a good portion of the movie could have been used as a music video to I'm Just a Girl by No Doubt, which the song played in its
0: entirety in the movie. I know. Then, yeah, it could. you could say video. Well, it's such an unnecessary, I'm just a girl. It has nothing to do with what was happening. It was like the last fight scene, right? Yeah. It had nothing to do with anything. That song had nothing to do with what was going on. It was just like, let's shove more 90s songs in here. Uh, however, I do love Celebrity Skin. I do think that's the best song Hole ever did. and That was the last, <laughs> that was the credits song that came yeah. on. Uh, make me of, I, I love that song. I mean, it's, dun it, yeah. Dun it, dun it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know Tom, uh, like, after the movie, is like, I know Sky hated the soundtrack. I know he hated it. And it was like, yeah, particularly the Nirvana song. Uh, But, you know, there's a lot of music from the 90s that I did like and No Doubt is one of those bands I like. And Hole, I actually like way better than Nirvana, especially when I found out that Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain. She's my hero now. After I found found that out, I was like, oh, I love you. You are the best thing that happened to grunge music. (laughs)
1: Are you sure that she killed uh, Kirk I don't care. If,
0: she, if it's rumored that she might have, it was like, she's my hero. Uh, okay, fair enough. She did wonderful things for the world of music by putting a shotgun in that guy's mouth and pulling the trigger. <laughs> wow. Then writing a rant about Freddie Mercury. Because <laughs> <laughs> you think, anyway. In that order. <laughs> probably. Um. I know that the Kree are dicks. That's the way they've always been in the comics. Mm -hmm. And they're portrayed that way. And accurately, I felt in the movie, the Kree's being kind of dicks. Yeah, that's good. All right. However, the Skrulls are also kind of dicks, but they kind of got portrayed, lumped into this. It's like, oh, we're this oppressed race being chased out of the galaxy by the Kree. And no... No, no, it's not like that. They're not like these friendly Australians. Some of them are Australian or something. <laughs> they had gained that accent. Uh, that's weird, you know. And so, I mean, I guess you know, just lived here long enough, you pick up your first dialect. Mm. You think that's what happens? Like, it, it if be. you're an alien, you come to the planet, you learn that language, and you come. Oh, yeah, uh, I landed in London. You know, except uh, that would make sense. More if that's The yeah. way
1: you learn the language. Yeah. But, you know, I know the Cree have universal language translators. That's right. They do. But I don't know if the scrolls do or not, because they never well, reference is there a feature in not. their
0: translator on their things, like Australian accent, British accent, you know, Indian accent? I don't know. Maybe that's just when they programmed their... Those things seem to... The things on their wrist seem to do every goddamn thing there in the yeah. world.
1: <laughs> Change the color of their outfits. Yeah. You know. that, what a wonderful feature. In a military <laughs> space suit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is a military suit. So why would they ing- incorporate the color feature? Exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden,
0: I'm changing my allegiance. Yeah, and apparently a little girl from Earth can figure out their, uh, their, their equivalent of GIMP software. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Immediately. Oh, here's the palette section. Oh, let's just yeah. switch around. Do randomize, randomize, randomize.
1: Yeah, I mean, it took me a lot longer than I had to do any type of graphics editing in a... Sl-
0: yeah. With software designed for, by humans. For us.
1: <laughs> designed <laughs> for us. In our language. How did yeah. she understand any of what was going on there? Just
0: playing with her fingers on the... That works, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, so, most of all, it's was like, what? why did they need a lightspeed engine? I don't know. They're already jumping all over the galaxy. They've got I, ge- jump, I guess the jump only thing
1: technology why light speed is not going to help in that.: in The only way, thing I form. can think
0: of is because they're leaving one galaxy to another, our galaxy to another galaxy, is that they don't have jump points uh, at this other galaxy to jump to. That being said, you need to explain that technology marvel, and why there's a difference between the jump, jump uh, point points or gates, you know. And why light speed is needed? That still
1: doesn't make any sense. I because agree. the distance between galaxies
0: is at so light speed is—it
1: would take hundreds, hundreds of, of generations, billions of years yeah. to reach.
0: Hundreds of generations.
1: I mean, no, no. The only other so thing I can come up with is because this is a Disney movie, they need to learn how to make light speed engines so they can have their Kamikaze pilots. Fly their uh, fighters into the large uh, battleships at light speed.
0: <laughs> Is that a Last Jedi reference? Yes. Oh man, There's two good moments in that movie, and it was that scene. Yep. And the fight at the end with Kylo Ren and uh, Rey. Yeah. That was. I mean, only redeeming qualities of those movies of those two scenes. Yeah. I don't know. Leia, Leia with her cool new force power. That was kind of awesome. It was cool. Yeah. It
1: was a lot of people were bitching about that scene, but you know, I. Yeah. I liked how it trolled me. Yeah, personally. it trolled everybody, man. Because I thought, saw that coming. I thought that was the moment where they were going to... Write her out the script. Right, because the actress had passed away. I was like, well, this is how they kill her. I had just wow, right in the... What, what, uh, no, she... Wow, okay.
0: You. Oh, <laughs> Disney, you got me good that oh, time. Oh, you got me good. <laughs> you got me good. Uh, Yeah, so... I don't want to go off too much on a rant because I got to save this, some of it for tomorrow. Yeah, for lost in the long for box. lost in the long box. That's tomorrow what, five. What time? I don't six, know. Six it's thirty. Your, it's your show. <laughs> Shit you just, know? I'm just a producer, all right. <laughs> but I, I do need to know when I need to be here. So, uh, yeah, six thirty. Six thirty <laughs> on Wednesdays is lost in the long box. Is that
1: why sometimes those guys are here? Where's Madman at? <laughs> exactly. I don't know when my show starts.
0: So he he doesn't care about time. <laughs> <laughs> He's still working on light speed uh, engines. He de- de- hasn't figured out the jump points yet. Exactly. Um, I do want to say one good thing about the Cap Marvel movie. What's that? Uh, a Stanley tribute. Oh, at absolutely. The be- at the beginning, they had the Marvel Studios uh, logo thing, and I was all ready to like get all cinema sins on it and like time it. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't. I could. I had my phone out. I was ready to time it so I could say, you know, fifty-four seconds of this logo. Right. I couldn't time it because I was just so enchanted with all these clips of Stanley and Stanley cameos that they did, you know, in honor of him. Yeah. And
1: you'd have missed something special if you'd have taken the time to look down at your phone.
0: Yeah. And um, it was wonderfully done. Yes. And when it, w- it finished, the whole auditorium exploded in applause.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Um. Thank you, Stanley. Thank you for all of you've done. Hope you're resting well.
1: And like in our theater, as I'm probably sure in every theater across the country where that, uh, I bet when that, that movie same played, thing happened. somebody in the crowd yelled, Excelsior! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. one other thing about this movie I would like to uh, touch upon. As I was working and uh, grouting the bathroom and I just let YouTube do its thing, and it started going into Captain Marvel reviews. And apparently, there was some sort of weird thing that happened on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Where the original user rating was like 33% or something like that. And Uh then a bunch uh, of trolls. Yeah, supposedly Mm -hmm. a bunch of trolls. Oh, so. uh, It's probably just a bunch of people accurately reviewing the movie. It could be. So Rotten Tomatoes goes in and deletes all those reviews. Ain't that fucked up? That's a little weird, man. That's Twitter fucked
0: up. Yeah. That's just, wow. Did you see that Tim Pool, Joe Rogan experience where they talked to the Twitter execs? Oh, that was
1: so good! No, I have not
0: seen that. Oh. Everyone's been talking about that in the news and so forth. I mean, Tim Pool kicked ass. I told you I like him. He's a... Yeah. He's a liberal I like. Anyway. The one. (laughs) I like a lot of liberals. For breakfast? For breakfast. Um... I have one more thing to talk about. Is that the uh, Stanley cameo? It kind of uh, bothered me at first until I read more into it. Uh, but reading, reading more into it by like reading mm-hmm. internet about it, and that was um, you know, the Stanley cameo when he was on the bus when she was looking for the scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's sitting there going over this line. He's reading um, uh, this book, which is actually a script, right. All right? and he's saying this line over and over again. Trust me, true believer. Trust me, true believer. Mm-hmm. And it's just. This one clip they had from a n- movie in 1995 called Mallrats, mm-hmm. uh, and that was the name of the script that Stan was reading on the bus, practicing for his cameo in the Mallrats. So in his cameo, movie. he's preparing for a cameo.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Is, uh, does that count as two it's cameos? It's meta. It's so <laughs> meta.
0: And I know if Stan was here, he would love that one too. Yeah. And I know one thing. It's like, I, I, uh, I know Kevin Smith was a stoked, because as soon as oh, I realized- yeah. As soon as I realized that that was Kevin Smith's, he was reading Mallrats by Kevin Smith. I was like, I was like, what's Kevin Smith on Captain Marvel? And boom, there's a video where he's like, he's just geeking out over his life. Oh, I yeah. bet. <laughs> <laughs> they referenced me. They've heard of me. You know? <laughs> that was his attitude. Was like, they
1: heard of me over there at Marvel Studios. The, the moment I had in Danny's, sub, uh, Danny's Pizza and Subs were mm-hmm. the worker there recognized me. That's what Kevin Smith had, but on a much more a, a, a global scale, scale. Yeah, <laughs> a very different
0: scale. <clears throat> anyway, so that's all I want to ruin about Captain Marvel. Uh, until tomorrow. Um, so we we can skip the Danny's pizza and the subs. I was going to put it there. Um, <laughs> but because I saw a horrible Disney movie, I had to balance it out and see a good Disney movie. The Fox and the Hound? Oh, that is a good one. It is a good one. We're the best of friends. Yeah, how do you not love that movie? (laughs) If you don't enjoy that movie, you've got no soul. You have no soul. Uh, So I had to balance it out with a good Disney movie. So I went and saw Saving Mr. Banks on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen this one. I have not. Okay, well, I'm going to explain the premise of the movie. The premise of the movie is he's trying to make Mary Poppins. And this lady... Make um, the movie Mary Poppins? Correct. Okay. And this lady, Pamela Travers, who wrote it, um, she's real resistant to sign over the rights mm-hmm. to Disney because uh, she found his stuff silly. And she You know, this Aussie slash British woman who's older and kind of set in her ways and... Real honry, and she's like, I don't want you turning this into like a stupid cartoon. And it's like you're gonna make it a musical. She's all pissy about that. <laughs> and, um, Didn't want to give up uh, creative control. Yeah, and she wanted like creative control over the entire process. And so it's a story about them trying to convince this old stick in the mud, uptight lady. You know, th- this is going to be fun. This is going to be great and stuff like that. She's sitting there, like, dictating every single issue. It's like, it, it's great because, I mean, she, like, literally recorded stuff. And the end credits is her, like, dictating, like, how they're going to do this movie to satisfy her. <laughs> so it's a story about how a woman has a stick removed from her ass? Well, he, kind of. Okay. But it's what, what I love mm. about it is because I can identify with her so much because she had this uh, uh real emotional connection to these characters that she created. Right. I get that. I really do. I'm just more of a fan of like taking, oh, I have a real emotional ca- uh, connection with this character I created. Now I'm going to kill him. <laughs> Make the story interesting. Right? That's just me as a writer. Right. She wasn't that kind of writer. And so, um, and it's kind of a story about her life and where it kind of like all these ideas and characters came from in her life. Mm-hmm. In, in Even the, the moral point of the movie in many ways. I mean, I just don't know how you don't love that Mary Poppins movie. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Exactly. Ask Star Lord how cool Mary Poppins is. Exactly. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, he's cool. I'm uh, Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Best <laughs> moment from Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Too, yeah. Um, and I mean, how can you not like that movie? Mary Poppins is, uh, the 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 music's amazing. You got the wa- wacky Dick Van Dyke doing a bullshit Cockney accent. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And Anne- <laughs> Julia. Julie Andrews in her prime. Mm. She was so fine. She was all prim and proper in that outfit, but you know, you can get that if you got that offer. She was dirty. Freak. She was a freak. She was dirty. At least that's how I dealt with my puberty, watching Mary Poppins. Because <laughs> that's what happens with puberty for guys. It's like you have no idea it's coming. Then all of a sudden you're just watching Mary Poppins and you're singing like, Jim, Jiminy, Jim, Jim, And then you're like, I want to fuck Julie Andrews. And you're like, whoa, where did that come from? My testicles. (laughs) 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 Scrotum,
1: scrotum. It's my wrinkly, crinkly bag of skin. (sighs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I'm Pamela Travers. She's an interesting character in her own right. She's a knotted up individual, intimately and emotionally connected to her creations. Um, I think that this movie takes the the original Mary Poppins story, not that bullshit new one, and um, uh, adds an extra layer of realism over it. And I think that it adds more meaning to a lot of the songs and a lot of the themes in the original Mary Poppins movie. Even the title of this movie, Saving Mister Banks, is kind of the point of the movie. Um, and there's this uh, like this, what is it, side script, side script or side plot mm-hmm. of them debating about what Mary Poppins is doing there. And uh, like Mary Poppins is there to save the kids. It's like no, Mary Poppins is there to save Mister Banks. And that's what happens at the end of the movie. And I think it's, I think it's really good. It takes a, uh, it takes a lot of the songs mm-hmm. with this movie, and it adds a kind of puts a little forlorn spin to them, you know, make you just slightly, t- slightly different context, a little bit more real. Tuppence, Tuppence, they're talking about money. Mm. Tuppence a bag, that's about money. Interesting. There's a lot of like themes like that. A lot of these songs they'll come back around about. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's about being absurd. Absurd. You know. A little nonsense now and then, relished by the wisest men. (laughs) That was a different movie. That was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Sounds right. Or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I was thinking about the book. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Anyway, um... Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a wonderful lesson in the movie about being carefree, about being more humble, and about shunning greed. And Righteous. I think, yeah. And I give it 12 out of 13 stars. I cried twice. Twice. Twice in that movie. Let's go fly, guy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I never liked that song until this movie. I was like, now I get it. I get the song. Saving Mr. Banks. I'll have to check it out. It's really good. And it's, it's currently good. on Netflix? Currently on Netflix. Righteous. Ratchet. So I have a little section here for a hill hippie's garden. All right. Well,
1: it is March. It is March. The weather is starting to warm up. The trees are starting to bud. There's going to be some weird little things growing from the soil. Most notably are the morels. Ah, shit. Is it mushroom season again? It's starting to become mushroom Uh, season. Ah, you're going to be
0: talking about this every week now.
1: Every fucking week. All right, do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Uh, For those of y'all out there who are interested in morel mushroom hunting, uh, now is the time to start looking. Um, March through May is the typical hunting season across the country. It's going to vary depending on your geographic location. If you're in the south, get your ass out into the woods. It's time. Uh, If you're in the northern portion of the country, you got a little bit of time to wait. But typically, uh, two old (laughs) sayings is when the oak leaves are the size of a mouse's or squirrel's ear, it's time to go into the forest. And when the first dandelions open their buds, you're about 10 to 12 days away from the first flush of the morels hitting, uh being in the forest floor. Soil temperatures are very, very important when it comes to morel mushroom hunting. Soil temperatures need to be in the 50s before you start hunting. Otherwise, you're just going to be walking in the woods looking for nothing. Well, you'll be looking for something, but you won't get shit. Uh, a week... Of nights in the fifties with a little bit of rain, you're going to start seeing uh, seeing morel mushrooms. It's also important to note the questionable morels. I see what you did. You see what I did there. What's what's that called? Is that a homily? hominem hominem Right. Yeah. Not hominy. Hominy's a like a corn-like food. Uh, I don't know. Homily. Homily. Hominy. Hominy's food. Alright, never mind. Continue. (laughs) We cannot forget about the false morels. False morels are a toxic mushroom. They won't kill you, typically, unless you have some sort of allergic reaction to a chemical inside of them. But they will make you sick, and you'll regret having to eat them. Uh, The main distinction between them is the regular morels look like sponges on sticks, and they're hollow. False morels... Are wrinkled. Morels are not wrinkled. They look like little brains and they're solid, not hollow. That's the main distinction between your uh, false morels and your true morels. Well, true morels come uh, in varying sizes from very small to very large in colors of gray, black, and yellow, some of them appearing almost white to sunlight yellow, which those are very, very rare to find. The most important thing is know your mushroom hunting. I suggest morel mushroom hunting. I also suggest all of our listeners who go out into the woods and do the morel mushroom hunting send your morels to me. If you've got books, you got a PO
0: box or something. I'm
1: just gonna have them shipped right here to the studio. That way they're all up in your You're face. Get us blown up. Yeah, I am. Or anthrax or something. <laughs> send all of your morel mushrooms to me. There's a chemical test that they don't tell you about in the books so that I know as a uh, amateur mycologist on how to properly make sure that these are true morels. It involves butter in a frying pan. <laughs> but I highly suggest y'all don't tr- y'all don't try this test, but you send them to me and I will t- uh, uh perform the test and let you know if you did successfully find morels. It's I'm willing to put myself out there in my time to make sure you no, I go away. Knowing yes, okay. Those were real morels, or those were not real morels. You you won't get them back, but you're, you're you'll you'll get the satisfaction of knowing you were correct. Is
0: that the Hill Hippies Garden?
1: That's Hill Hippies Garden. Safe hunting, y'all. I'm not going. Anywhere. I'm not going to pick mushrooms. I know you're not. It
0: bores the shit out of me.
1: You wouldn't need them if you exactly. did Exactly.
0: So why would you go? I don't know. It's weird. It's like there's no fun in picking mushrooms. Yes, there in is. In my opinion. In your opinion. In my opinion. Um, there's a shitload of fun in catching fish. I don't eat fish. I don't eat mushrooms. And if you pick a mushroom, that mushroom's dead. It's dead. Mm-hmm. You can't throw it back. Put it back, can you? No. See. But what you can do is carry it with you and let the spores... I don't actually want Come to kill all, anything. I just I want to torture it. Like <laughs> fish. You know, I catch a fish. It's like, ah, you're suffocating for a little while. There you go. The... I'm a kind. I'm a kind person. You're a kind person. <laughs> yeah, You're
1: suffocating for a little bit. What's even worse is the fact that you're putting a hole in their lip and then dragging them around by on a string. Can you imagine being a, a hook put through your body somewhere and then somebody pulling you with it and you're trying to escape. So you're pulling in the opposite direction in that same spot
0: ow no but I was thinking I, I like had dreams when I was a kid when I first like started fishing like that I like, could be walking along the river or a lake and a cheeseburger comes flying out of the water and lands on the ground next to me I'm like, the cheeseburger starts doing the crappie flop no and I'm just like ooh! and so I go up and grab the cheeseburger next thing I know I'm hooked in the lip and being dragged into the water <laughs> <laughs> and underneath the water is a great big old catfish
1: there with this uh,
0: little catfish son holding it up and it's like they're taking pictures of you you just feel humiliated <laughs>
1: You're sitting there trying to hold your breath. This was stupid. <laughs> then you're scarred from cheeseburgers the rest of your life. Every time you walk into yeah, a, yeah. a Burger King, you're like, is, you, is this a trap? You,
0: you tongue the scar on your lip. You know, <laughs> Never
1: again.
0: Never, again. Never, then I'm Never going, again. Then you go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, you know who makes me feel like a dirty old man? The list could be endless. <clears throat> I'm talking specifically about Maisie Williams. I get it. I get it. Uh, not so much Sophie Turner. I think it's because you kind of like, once you're introduced to them, the, the Stark girls, mm-hmm. as it were, it's like uh, Sophie Turner is like, okay, maybe a year or two. You'll be good. You'll be legal. <laughs> but I think for some reason it's because Sophie Turner, not Sophie Turner, it's Maisie Williams, when you met her, she was like 10 or 12. Right. And so now you look at her and she's like, damn. I was like, check her age, 20, 21. Okay. <laughs> it's it's legal for me to think these thoughts. Okay, good. <laughs> but at the same time it's because you know, you met her so young and she only grew like four inches since then. Right that you know, it's um you still feel a little weird by being attracted to her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean so I did I did a little bit of math. Um uh but I look at her now and she's like twenty one mm. I and mean, it's legal to say, Damn it is. But you Damn. know But I mean I'm literally twice her age. Yeah. Yeah, um, the same year I joined the Navy, she was being swaddled every night. <laughs> I'm a dirty old man. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I take pills for some of it, though. Um,
1: uh, and 20 years later, well, after they were swaddling her ass, 20 years later,
0: there's other things you want to do to that ass. It's weird. It's weird being a man. You know uh, You know what else does, causes those thoughts for me? Who? Hannah Montana. Really? Yeah. Now? Not in the Hannah Montana before, but in seeing her now? Miley Cyrus. Does it for me. I don't know why. Ugh. I don't know why. No. Okay.
1: I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. She's got an attractive body, an attractive face. But just some of the stuff that she's done.
0: It's not like I'm going to meet
1: either of these women. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. It's still just knowing what I know about what she's done. I'm like, yeah, I, I couldn't even, I, couldn't, I wouldn't even want to hang out with you as a friend. Eh, I'd give it a shot.
0: So you'd hit it and quit it? I don't know. Two or three times maybe. If they're especially hot, you want to get two or three times. That makes you a dirty old man. Do you do you want to get into the newsworth moment? Always.
1: I'm sorry, did I hurt your feelings? A little bit. Oh. But I'm only confirming I, your thoughts. True. So, you know, I'm agreeing with
0: you. Still hurts. <laughs> the truth is painful my friend no, it, it's like for some reason when I make fun of myself it doesn't hurt That's <laughs> why it doesn't, hurt, why like, you, doesn't didn't, hurt like that did
1: didn't you learn your lesson about doing stuff like this on air after you told the story about sticking your fingers in holes I didn't learn any lessons uh, I'm not here to learn lessons so I still hear that cry I shouldn't have
0: told anybody about this yeah I should not have. <laughs> okay so uh, let's get into the news worth knowing this is from Ohio a uh, man says he'll drink only beer for Lent. He's following. He, said he, he says he's following the example of 17th century monks. Fair enough. Many people give up beer for Lent, but one Ohio man is turning the tables. Del Hall, who works at 50 West Brewing Company in Cincinnati, said he will only be drinking alcoholic beverage, uh, the alcoholic beverage until Easter Sunday. He's also given up all food. He's, he claims he is following the lead of monks in the 1600s, according how, to Idaho News. How long is Lent? I think it's like two weeks. I'm not Catholic. I don't follow
1: oh, that BS. Okay. Well, yeah. He'll be okay. He won't be in great condition, but he will be, he'll be okay.
0: Yeah. He can bounce back from that. Well, here's the thing. My, uh, this is a, a tweet he put, tweeted, at uh, Dell underscore Hall. Uh, my day three weigh-in. I'm down 7.2 pounds. Check out my YouTube channel to follow and get updates on my 46-day beer-only fast. 46 days. I know
1: it's somewhere in the neighborhood of two to three months you will die if you eat nothing, uh, can eat no food and drink only beer. You'll be fine. You'll drop a shitload of weight, but in his, his liver will shrink, but yeah, but he's pushing the, pushing the number there, man. It's, uh, 46 days. That's a month and a half. As long
0: as you went out without food. Me? Yeah. I've never gone a day without food. Exactly. Exactly. Two or three days of no food, believe me, I've tried this fast. Two or three days, you get fucking crazy. You have crazy fucking dreams, you know. So you think you'll break down about Candyland and shit? All right, or it could be
1: if he's truly set up and determined to do this, he'll just start drinking more beer in order to satiate that that hunger pain. Yeah, uh huh. Which means he could potentially kill himself with alcohol poisoning. Exactly. This might not end well for this cat. Exactly. He might be a future story in a couple of months.
0: Uh, he said he is uh, documenting his lent beer diet on social media and will be tracking his weight. i got to follow this cat. Yeah, I want to see the color of his skin change over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, because he's going to turn fucking yellow <laughs> as hell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Uh, he always wanted that big bird look. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, yeah, he's uh, Hall said he's curious if he'll be able to go through with the challenge. I'm an Army veteran, and I was number one in my class in the Army. Run a full marathon before, 26.2 miles, and I've done uh, big challenges, but this seems very daunting. The beer connoisseur will still drink water during the fast, and we'll be checking in with a doctor who will probably be saying, eat something, right? Stop what you're fucking doing. <laughs> what was what was that? The super, super Size Me? Yeah. That movie, Super Size Me, it, his doctors tell him straight up, it's like, stop doing this. Stop eating McDonald's all day, every day. Yeah. That's good advice. Yeah. That's good uh, that's advice. Damn good advice. <laughs> oh, my God. This is just, yeah. What was more interesting I'm, gl- I'm was glad
1: the- you said that he was going to be drinking water. So, at least we yeah. know when he goes to see this doctor, he's okay. going to be safe. Yeah. Hopefully, he hadn't had a 12-pack for breakfast. But still, <laughs> he, may, he may have to give him IVs and shit. Uh, probably. I mean, if he does make it all, uh, through most of these uh, 46 days with... Holding through to this uh, fast, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's going to be in
0: some serious shit. Well, three days, he lost seven pounds, seven point two pounds.
1: Yeah, was
0: he a big fat guy? I don't know, a little smaller
1: than me, maybe. So no. Yeah, he's in trouble. Three days, seven pounds. His body is already going into atrophy. Aprophy, uh, aprophy. Atrophy. 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 I, I always mispronounce that word. It's at the Google
0: Play Store, the atrophy. <laughs> atrophy. So, uh, Mitt, Mitt Romney is not cool. No, I think I think everyone knows this. Yeah, you're not putting anything. New yeah, into no, the world no new information. Day, but no. Exactly. Um, but happy birthday, Mitt Romney. Happy birthday. Uh, he celebrates his birthday by awkwardly blowing out candles on a Twinkie cake. All right. a- How do you awkwardly blow out candles? Well, I'm glad you asked, because you should go find this video out there, everybody. Go look for Mitt Romney blowing out these candles, because it is hilarious. Mitt Romney
1: blows out Twinkie candles. Okay. B- Mitt, right. <laughs> Wait,
0: Mitt Romney blows Twinkie, what? Uh, Romney, the There's former Republican center. presidential nominee and current Utah senator, posted a short video on his Twitter account this morning uh, showing off his wild 72nd birthday celebrations. Quote, my team surprised me with a cake made of my favorite snack, Twinkies. Looking forward to all this year has in store, he wrote. All right, Tallahassee. Yeah. The clip shows Romney seated, laughing as his staff carries in the cake made of Twinkies and singing Happy Birthday. He then hops up from behind the desk and demonstrates what is perhaps the most sanitary way possible to extinguish candles. He plucked each candle out of the cake, blowing them out one by one and clenching them in a a bunch to minimize the spread of germs and wax. (laughs) Is that awkwardly or consciously? Hold on. Uh, these, these are all wishes I'm getting. He jokes as he blows out each one, right? Uh, reaction of social media to the senator's approach was split, with some praising the candle strategy and others criticizing it. Who blows out candles like that? One person wrote. That's my knee-jerk reaction as well. Mitt Romney does. That's who. Quote, Senator, you're supposed to blow them out all together, not one at a time. Happy birthday, Mitt. <laughs> you're doing it wrong, but happy birthday. Right. That's your day. Do it. He can do it what he wants. Uh, the other one gave him credit. Uh, blowing across food other people will eat does spread germs. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not cool. That's not cool. It's not cool,
1: Mitt. But you know what? It's that type of germaphobic reaction that lowers people's immune systems because they're not experiencing the normal germ flow that they should uh, allow their body to build up and strengthen their immune system. Go live in a bubble.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. See how that works for you. you. Sanitize your hands all day long. Yeah. Then wonder why you got so sick this flu season. Right. Anyway, so uh, a little bit more politics. I want to talk about on Creepy Uncle Joe. Remember we talked about him? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Creepy
0: Uncle Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, Anyway, he's hinting again at the 2020 race. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, I like Ben Shapiro. What Ben Shapiro says is like the, the best day of Joe Biden's presidency uh, campaign would be the first day. And it's all downhill after that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. because I'm going to be showing that creepy Uncle Joe video to everybody. everybody. Because it is creepy as shit. Oh, dude. Go look for that video on YouTube. Search it creepy Uncle Joe. Cringy. Yeah, it is super creepy. will.
1: Let's put it this way. Go to your bathroom, start a bubble bath, watch the video, then yep. get into. You're going to want to jump right into it. Right into it,
0: uh, and make yeah. sure you lock your doors because you're going to have the skeevies. Uh, yeah, so the International Association of Firefighters, gang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they they want him to run. They're ch- chanting, "Run, Joe, run!" I guess because they're also pedophiles, maybe. Anyway, all I know is if you watch, uh, I just wanted to say this is a short story because like I said, I think that Joe Biden is just going to flirt with this. If he actually ran, he is. And his career is over. Yeah. In my opinion, his career will be over.
1: The, uh, uh, as far as them being a gang. Yeah. Okay. The creepiest thing about uh, firefighters though, is if you watch videos of them rescuing people from burning buildings in reverse, they're fucking monsters. How do you mean? In reverse. In reverse. Is there a YouTube channel of that? I've seen it on YouTube once or twice. People rescue f- firefighters rescuing people from buildings in reverse. Yeah, so they've taken the footage of the <laughs> firefighters rescuing these people. You know, pulling them out of the burning building and taking them down the ladders and just reverse the footage. So they're grabbing people, it's shoving them into up a, ladder a fire, and throwing them into a burning building. <laughs>
0: If you watched it in that direction, I suppose you'd have nothing but a negative view of them. Yeah, but you understand the time doesn't work like that. Of course. Okay, but still,
1: it just makes for some great fucking YouTube, man. <laughs> I imagine it makes sense, but <laughs> instead of uh, why instead of, instead of being an ambulance chaser, we get to start becoming uh, fire truck chasers just for that purpose to film the firefighters. Oh yeah, we're making videos just to show people what a great job you do. Reverse it throw it out there. (laughs) Here's my millions.
0: Right. Now I get the hits. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to watch firefighters saving people.
1: No, they want to watch firefighters burning people alive. Throwing people
0: into fires. Okay. This, this article made me laugh real hard. Real hard. Real hard. 46 fishermen rescued from Lake Erie after ice flow separates from the shore. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I love it see oh. that's exactly my reaction right there that's exactly my reaction that is awesome mm-hmm. Coast Guard has issued a warning for ice fishermen in northern Ohio after 46 anglers became, became trapped on an ice floe that separated from shore on Saturday morning a uh, total of 46 fishermen were rescued from the loose ice flow by Coast Guard and local emergency personnel after being cut up from cut off from Cataw- Catawba wow Catawba Island on Lake Early. Tom would know how to pronounce that. That sounds like uh, Barbara Walzer speaking. No,
1: Catawba
0: Island. No, it sounds Iroquois. Uh, the Associated Press reported. Uh, everybody was screaming. Why would you scream? James Gibbelu, 33, told Fox 8 of the incident. I kind of panicked at first, then I talked to my wife to got control of myself. Honey, I'm freaking out! <laughs> Smack him right across the face. Thank you. I needed that. All right. <laughs> he was about to go all millennial for a minute. Oh, boy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, my wife smacked me in the face. And that's not the quote, but uh, there were a couple guys who were freaking out. We called them down and we got the situation figured out. Pictures from Saturday morning show emergency workers transporting the stranded fishermen to the shore via airboats. Uh, two were reportedly airlifted to a local hospital for further medical evaluation amid reports from Fox 8 that some of the people fell into the water when the ice broke. Wow. Mm. There's no confirmation on that, though. Thank you. Around 100 other fishermen were said to have been have waded back to shore by swimming or walking on ice bridges. The Coast Guard confirmed. Nice. Officials of the Coast Guard, all, yeah, you see a big ice flow break off, it's like... Time to pack it up. Yep. Reel it in. Reel it in. And, you know, what were these guys worried about? Because,
1: you know, when you ice fish, yeah, you do drill holes in the ice. But it doesn't mean it's going to (laughs) sink. Yeah. Anyway. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What am I going to do?
0: You got a phone, right?
1: Yeah, I just called you on it. Call the
0: cops. Okay. Officials with the Coast Guard issued a warning to ice fishermen in the Great Lakes re- region, uh, advising them to refrain from ice fishing, especially as the weather gets warmer. as the Yeah. Temperature, well, <laughs> yeah. As the temperature begins to r- rise, the Coast Guard strongly urges people not to go out, out, out onto the ice. Uh, this is what they wrote in a news release. Ice may look safe, but it's difficult to determine the thickness visually and in, in the... In- and the increase in warm weather will continue to melt and weaken the ice. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's a lot of people get stuck in an ice That's flow. a lot of people. That must have been one big old ice floe, y'all. Yeah, had to be. Yeah. I wonder how long, I bet it took a while for them to notice. Are are we? It's time to leave. And... <laughs> wait, where, didn't we come? Which... W- wait a minute. <laughs> there's, there's an edge all around here. Yeah.
1: How do we get out here? Yeah, th- that was his plan. <laughs> he walked along the edge so far, he found himself a spot. Drilled his uh, augered his hole out, fish for a little while, and started walking back. The next thing you know, he's like, "Wait a minute! That was my hole!" What? The, oh.
0: Oh boy, I got another story here. Huh? Subway apologizes after a viral video shows owner strike and swear at a customer. This happened at North Kakilaki. North Kakalaki? You know North Kakalaki, right? Oh yeah. I think only people from around this area know what that means. Yeah. She's just slang. Like, I'm from North Kakalaki. North Carolina woman posted a video of a Subway sandwich shop franchise owner hitting her phone and cursing at her after she allegedly complained about an incorrect order. Tina Richardson claims she went to the Concord Subway shop after having purchased a sandwich for an elderly woman she takes care of, WSOC reported. When she got home and looked at the sandwich, it allegedly was not what she had ordered. Uh, Richardson said she returned to the sandwich shop to get a refund or store credit, prompting the franchise owner to begin cursing at her and hit her phone. Richardson also claims that the man hit her head and threw her sandwich on the ground. The beginning of the altercation was not recorded. Wink, wink. Right. right, In the video, the franchise owner is seen charging the customer before knocking her phone and then storming off into the back room, cursing and flipping off the woman. An employee then gets involved, also swearing at the woman and telling her to leave. Before Richardson leaves, she shows a photo of a sandwich that she had ordered in a flyer, which appears to have uh, chicken strips. And then she shows the sandwich she received, which appears to have shredded meat on the floor. Uh, Richardson posted the incident on her Facebook page, where it has been viewed over 1.2 million times as of Monday afternoon to tell others to stay away from the establishment. That's how you do it. Mm -hmm. Free market, right? Uh, he doesn't treat anybody like that and then uh, they get somebody into Subway to treat people with respect and fix problems when, you, when you're wrong. That's what you're supposed to be, supposed to do, Richardson told WSOC. Uh, she says she plans to file charges against the owner. Good for you. Um, Subway released a statement to Fox News stating the franchise owner regretted the altercation. Quote, providing an excellent guest experience is important to us and our expectation is that everyone is treated with respect. The local team has reached out to the guest to apologize on behalf of the restaurant as the, this incident is inconsistent with the high su- standards Subway restaurants I'm going to read that again
1: the high standards the
0: high standards subway restaurants requires of its franchise owners like smacking people and calling them a cunt
1: <laughs> oh is that what he called her that's what he called her oh See, so now Fr- he's going to take all the flack for this obviously that's why they have franchises right but you know i feel like there was something, there's more to the story we're not getting. Exactly. What the fuck did she do exactly. to, to piss, piss him, him off. off that bad? And the, um, the employee, because if he was just in a foul mood and just started being a dick to her. But
0: the other employee was also on this. And the, be- right. the, the video begins with her, like, turning on the, uh, the camera. I don't know if it's edited or what, but it, it begins with him walking up to her and sl- smacking the phone. And then calling her a cunt, flipping her off, and going in the back. Yeah, right. it sounds like there's been there was a lot of backstory to it's that It's all moment. about editing. It's all about editing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so, I mean, there's a lot of lead up to that. I'm not saying that there is anything that woman, that customer, could have done that would warrant being smacked, right, or being called horrible like, names, right. No, not in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that he there's anything she could have said or done to justify that, unless she physically attacked him. Right. Doubt that's the case. I doubt it do. All right. And so, I'm um, but we need to know what led up to that. What yeah. she was doing in there up until that point. You got to be honest with the fact that that video begins at the the climax. That video begins at the climax. You don't get the lead up. You just get the climax and the denouement. Right. I mean, because as I was saying, if he was just in a
1: foul mood and started cursing at this customer, I don't see the employee being backing him un- 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 up on. Right. It, yeah. Something had to have gone down to. Piss them both off. Absolutely. I agree. It still doesn't justify what he did in mm-hmm. any way, shape, or form to what, uh, assault, assault a woman verbally or... Verbally or physically. Right. Yeah. And did possible de- destruction of her property by smacking the phone out of her hand. Yeah. But, you know, good on her and the, getting the message out there to boycott this franchise. That's what should be done. Oh. I still
0: want to know what the fuck went on. Yeah, I (laughs) eat at Subway every now and then. I know where the best ones are. Yeah. I mean, you go to enough Subways, you can figure out that there are shitty ones. Oh, yeah. You got to find the good Subway. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know where mine is. I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you guys stalking me there. Fair enough. You know, because I mean, you know, we're super famous now. People like every time we walk into somewhere, people are like a famous people. Are here. I know. Well,
1: just the last time I went out to eat. I'm...
0: Yeah. Last time <laughs> you went out to eat. It's like you can't even go out to eat anymore. I know, right? We're so fucking famous. <laughs> yeah. We're Shock Monkey Radio. We're here on FX Beach Public Radio. Uh, we're also on Facebook. We are. Uh, yeah. Look for uh, Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook. And uh, yeah, become a patron. Go over to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. And you get there you get to see like full length videos mm-hmm. uh, that we that we record here very awkwardly. And uh a moment please. <laughs> Thank you. And um wrong end. And so you get to get a good view of that. Of stuff like that. The stuff like you burping. Yeah. Oh, people, right, very, that's very marketable stuff. Very marketable. I might clip just that part and put it up on YouTube, a little <laughs> little four second clip. <laughs> Madman tells you what he really thinks. Oh, <laughs> He sums up everything. Right he now, He sums up everything. <laughs> all right, what we got? About nine, ten minutes left? About that. All right, I got two more stories. Let's see if we can... Stretch it. it. Stretch it out. Stretch, Stretch it. it out. I think we got this. All right. You ever, like, make up, make up hand gestures? Oh, all the time. Make up hand gestures and see if people, like, or, like catch on. It's like, you know that thing where you do the... Where you take the... And the, you do the... You know what I'm talking about? With the If you take the... The thing, and you, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I, so you're I, no fun. I used to have fun with the uh, out of the bars. I would make people think I spoke sign language. Oh, really? And I have no fucking clue how to speak <laughs> sign language. I know
0: maybe five words in sign language. That's how I practice, like doing like different accents, dude, like Australian and like British accents. Uh huh. And I keep doing it until somebody like called me out on it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm just fucking with you. It's like all
1: oh, this whole time.
0: <laughs> That's that was a uh, that's pretty much that era where I earned the name Madman. Fair enough. You you just came into the bar. He you said you have never been to before. It's like today I'm going to do an Australian accent until I get discovered. <laughs> like yeah, I'm hanging out with you, Madman. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to f- have fun, right? And I was like exactly. It's like anyone could drink beer, go into a place, and like speak a different accent, see what happens. America, fuck yeah, fuck uh, yeah. Uh, senators introduce Green Alert legislation to establish nationwide 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 is it on your side No. any i'll start at the beginning here <laughs> senators introduced green alert legislation to establish nationwide notification system for missing veterans um it's a green deal both parties in congress may be able to support thank you fox news you think uh, a bipartisan bill introduced thursday in the senate will establish a national notification system see how useful the senate is in, in comparison <laughs> to what, what's the other thing? The other thing that's draining up all our money and stuff in Washington? What's it? Congress? No, because the Senate is part of Congress. The House, the House of Representatives, yeah, uh, three hundred and what's it? Four hundred, three hundred thirty-five people, completely taking your taxpayer dollars. Anyway, that's just me drawing stuff out and putting it into their mouths. <laughs> Man, they're
1: <sighs> they're paid by taxpayer dollars and they buy food, so therefore they're putting their tax, your taxpayer this, dollars
0: in their mouth. This, this AOC rant has been preempted by time constraints. I was about to go off there for a second. <laughs> anyway. You're Yet, welcome. Yeah, this uh, bipartisan bill was uh, introduced Thursday in the Senate, and it's going to establish a national notification system, so-called Green Alert, to help recovery of missing veterans. Uh, Senator Maggie Hassan, Democrat from North New Hampshire, and Senator Joni Ernst, Republican from Al- Iowa uh, are the sponsors of the legislation that would establish an alert system similar to the effective Amber Alert bulletins deployed uh, deployed to find lost children and Silver Alert notifications uh, sent out for el- elderly people who are reported missing. Should the Green Alert Act of 2019 pass, it would trigger the formation of a federal commission to identify the best way to develop the system and how to meet the needs of states as. Uh, as they work to notify law enforcement and citizens about at-risk veterans. Hmm. Important phrase, at-risk veterans. Ernst already has some experience with a similar program, as Iowa is currently in the process of passing a local green alert bill. Uh, As a combat veteran, she knows uh, firsthand the emotional and physical trauma experienced by our nation's armed forces. Quote, as waving the bloody shirt. as a combat veteran. <laughs> I understand how important it is for our veterans to have access to the support and care they have earned, uh, sh- she said in the statement. Unfortunately, sometimes due to stress and trauma associated with their time in uniform, many of our veterans tragically go missing. Our bipartisan and common-sense legislation will help states like Iowa implement the green alert system that will ensure our vets get the attention they deserve. Last year, Wisconsin became the first state uh, to... Spelling her. Uh, well, grammar. Grammar, I not really. Anyway, last last year, Wisconsin became the first state uh, to institute a green alert system. The program came about following the death of combat veteran Co- Corey Adams, who suffered a post-traumatic stress disorder after serving in Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, and Afghanistan. The first eight days he'd been missing, police were unable to help his uh, his family because he didn't meet the appropriate criteria. Meaning, old enough or young enough, guess. Yeah, for an alert. Then 18 days after he vanished, he was found dead. Uh, This is a quote from Hassan. Uh, Far too many of our brave veterans experience mental and emotional trauma as a result of their service, and as we work to build a country that is ever worthy of their service, we must ensure that they have the support and resources they need to thrive in civilian life. Now, I'll tell you why I think this bill is a really good idea. Number one is that despondent veterans are a real thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Technically, I'm a veteran, and what's twisted about my mind is kind of like a pre-existing condition. It's not like my experience in the Navy caused me PTSD or anything like that. I was already crazy, and then going in the military will kind of make you a little more crazy anyway. And so, um, yeah, there are times in my life where I could have used a support system, you know, like when I was suicidal and so forth. And I would, uh, yeah, if some when i'd get off like i don't want to get too in detail like go off on one of my crazy madman kind of days Mm -hmm. uh when i was suicidal um it would be nice if somebody was like hey madman's missing he's a veteran technically let's put out a green alert so we can find him because i mean that's true and additionally you have a lot of veterans who go nuts and like Not only kill themselves, but kill other people, or do something like that. At risk, and that's why veterans exactly at risk veterans. And I think it's it's a good idea that helps our society deal with the risk and the helping of our veterans. I mean, because let's be honest, you know, uh, (laughs) they let me in the military. You know, (laughs) they let me in the military in the Navy. (laughs) All right. It's not like I was a grunt. I mean, I was working next to officers, uh, commanders, and captains, and, right, which is much bigger deal in the Navy than it is in the other branches. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, I was. I was uh, yeah, they let me like sit next, like sit in their chair, talk to them directly. Me, you, and they knew. They knew my nickname was Madman. <laughs> why, so why do they call you Madman? Well, sir. And then I would demonstrate. Just, I'd just go off on a rant. It's so easy. It could be anything. So I think this is a really good uh, thing. This green alert idea. It's lovely. So we got one more story. I, used to, I usually like to end on a good note. On a good note. Mmm. That is delicious, that generic beer. <coughs> uh, North Kakalaki man buys Chick-fil-A for service members in remembrance of his late brother. Uh, when Jonathan Foll saw two men in uniform walk into a Durham, North Carolina Chick-fil-A for lunch on Saturday, he immediately got up from his seat and took out his wallet to pay for their meals. Minutes later, nine more military members—they <laughs> started texting right away. Hey, dude, some of <laughs> these guys in here buying us food, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then minutes later, <coughs> excuse me, uh, about nine more military members entered the fast food joint, uh, but that didn't deter Mr. Full. He waved them over and take, took their orders too. Foles' brother, Stephen, uh, beamed with pride as he watched his sibling chat with the strangers. Their sons uh, were also sitting at the table witnessing the kind act firsthand. Quote, he didn't even bat an eye when he asked everyone in line to allow them to come in front of the line, come to the front of the line, uh, Stephen recalled in a Facebook post, which has been shared a hundred times. Stephen hoped their kids learned a valuable lesson from watching Foles' interaction with the service members. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, We wanted to, this is a quote, uh, we wanted to use it as a teaching moment for our boys to show respect and honor for the men and women who fight for this country every day. He told Fox News, Stephen told Fox News, excuse me, take care of the people that take care of us. Specifically, Stephen said Full wanted to give back to the troops in remembrance of their stepbrother, Joshua Zamora, who ended his battle with PTSD a week prior. Mm. Joshua served as a Marine and had recently returned home from a tour in Afghanistan. Full told the service members to reach out to anyone they know with PTSD and encourage them to seek the help they need. The group thanked Full and chatted with their brothers for a while at their table. Quote, do you know, how, do you know what a small gesture like paying for their meal and thanking a service serviceman or woman uh, does to their head and heart? Stephen asked, you never know what's going on inside. PTSD isn't always visible. Anyone who's, to, anyone who's able to should absolutely give back to our troops, Stephen said, even if it's something simple. Dozens of people praised the brothers for honoring their late brother. Quote, a beautiful gesture of kindness and caring. Not surprised at all, but truly touched. Thank you for treating them and and for providing guidance to others to do the same. One Facebook user commented on Stephen's post. This right here is amazing. What a beautiful thing to do, another added. We need more stories like this, a third correctly wrote. Mm -hmm. Stephen said his family will celebrate Joshua's life at a memorial service Tuesday in Durham. It's very sad, and we miss him dearly. If what my brother and I can do at Chick-fil-A can save at least one life from all the sharing on the internet, then we have done our job. You are correct, sir. Aye. Aye, aye. So, uh, thank you, servicemen. Hug your servicemen. You don't have to hug me. I'm not really a veteran. (laughs) I mean, you know, I coffee every morning. Like a cappuccino, I had a choice between coffee, cappuccino, and espresso every morning. Hey, what's up, buddy? Are we, are we done with our show? Uh-huh. We're done with our show. Oh, the boss is coming in. Yep, he's telling us we got to end our show. You want to come over here and say goodbye to everybody? Uh-huh. Come here. Bye, everybody. Wave at the camera up there. Wave it there. Say bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's little Ek. I'm the Madman and I love you. Who are you? I'm the hoo hoopy wishing you all peace and love. Bye. We'll catch you next time. Let's see if I figure it out on this computer.
1: You wait.